Have you heard about the benefits of CBD? We caught up with Trinity, CEO of Catch Some Relief. Here's what he has to say. Catch Some Relief was founded on the principles of health and wellness for the fishing community. CBD is tremendous for inflammation reduction and anxiety reduction. Our promising is that you will catch some relief. Be like the pros and catch some relief today. Go to catchsomerelief.com and use Blonde15 for 15% off your order at checkout. That's B-L-O-N-D-E-1-5 for 15% off your order at checkout at catchsomerelief.com. Hey, this is Shannon. Sorry I missed your call. Give me a little bit. Yeah, right. Exactly. Hello. Yeah, I forgot about that there. I th- yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah, I would. Found out how much I really enjoy party. Nuh-uh. Is that for real? True. It's time like that didn't happen. What do I know? In the future, it's very bright, Michelle. Hey everybody, welcome back to Blonde Girl Behind the Scenes. Today we are chatting with a young lady who just radiates confidence in not only herself, but her job. She is a college athlete and future supermodel and believes everything happens for a reason. Let's meet Shanna Ramsey. With that being said, let's talk about you. Yeah, (laughs) sure. I'm all for I can I, I can talk about myself all day long. Oh, me too. Me too. And yeah. I like people are like, really? I'm like, oh, I love I love talking about myself. My best and friend it, says I love to. T- I just love to hear my own voice. And I swear, when we get on the phone, <laughs> he says like two words, and he's like, you just like to hear your own voice. I'm like, well. oh my gosh, that's so funny. No, I think my mom always tells me that you know home videos that she has. She said that she just I would always just talk over everybody and talk you know just talk the whole time because she thought I just like to get on like to sound my own voice but no I'm I'm one of those people that I even love I love job interviews like because I like to sell people on why they should hire me and I could sit there and tell you all day long as why I'm your best you know the best choice yeah so I yeah no I and I'm that weird person like I look forward to which I've had three you know three jobs that I've been at I look forward to going to the interview because I was like it was like a, obviously it's a task that I want to accomplish and get in the door and I'm one of those people I'll, I'll figure out a way to do it so <laughs> heck yeah I love that I love that's that. a little coffee you know no. like that but it's just that I am a I'm a competitive person so I know there's other people like for jobs I know there's mm-hmm. other people going after it but I want to I want to win and get the job so that's awesome. and so far so good on the jobs that I've gotten but <laughs> hey uh, the competitive <laughs> spirit is good in a you know, I mean, mm-hmm. being competitive is okay. It's okay. Thanks. Yeah. Plus, no, I am. Um, no, you go, go ahead and ask me whatever, whatever you want to. Well, I'll just let you take the floor. I mean, so tell us a little bit about how you or and where you grew up and uh, go from there and spill into okay. your jobs. Sure. No, I, so I grew up... Um, in a town called Republic, Missouri. It's like right outside of Springfield. Um, grew up, I have one sister who's younger, and then I have two older brothers. And I grew up kind of in the country. Um, I mean, I, my life revolved around doing stuff outside all the time, whether it be building a clubhouse in the woods or going fishing with my brothers or, you know, playing with the neighbors and riding four-wheelers all the time. I was 
my whole growing up revolved around being outside. Like I being inside, even to this day, I have to get outside. Like it, it drives oh, yeah. me crazy to be inside mm-hmm. all day. But um, yeah, so grew up and graduated from Republic High School. And then um, from there, I actually went to College of the Ozarks. I played volleyball, um, got a scholarship down there. And College of the Ozarks, great school, but pretty strict for me. Um, so <laughs> I ended up transferring up to Evangel University. Okay. And which is in Springfield, and I played volleyball up there as well, and graduated from there. And how I actually got involved in the outdoor industry. So Bass Pro, everybody knows it's based in uh, Springfield, Missouri. Their headquarters mm-hmm. is up there. Mm-hmm. And I coached a club volleyball team um, in the off season when I wasn't in volleyball season. And I had this one girl who was on my team quiet as can be like I knew nothing at the end of the season I knew nothing about her and I remember sitting there and I'm one of those people if somebody's not going to talk I'm going to make them talk because I can talk to a wall (laughs) so I sat down and talked to her and I was like McKenna I know nothing about you I was like I feel like you're you just you don't talk to me I was like tell me anything give me five things to that I need to know about you she's like well one I'm a triplet two this that or whatever and then like I think number five was um my dad uh works at Bass Pro headquarters I was like oh really and I was like what does he do and she's like oh he's a marketing director I was like and I was getting ready to graduate from college I was like stop I was like I need to meet him <laughs> so <laughs> I, I yes and so it was funny the week after I graduated I kind of left it at that I I don't think I ever said anything else to her because that's actually when season was over and her dad or she had texted me and said, Hey, here's my dad's number. He said to text him and send him or email him your resume. And she's like 13. Uh, email him your resume and because he has some positions open. So I did. And he literally said, We've got this one and this one. Which one, you know, do you want? And kind of how I got my foot in the door. And so then I worked at as a um, marketing, what was it? A marketing specialist. Um, there and I worked with like the event side of things, the preferred rewards events, the top customers mm-hmm. at Bass Pro. Um, planned the events at all, however, it seemed like 60 something stores at the time. Wow. Um, yeah. And then I kind of got into the branding side of things. I worked, I did that job, I think, for a year. And then I jumped over. They had a position open for a branding specialist at working with all the in house brands. So, I mean, like She Outdoor, which is the hunting clothing brand, Redhead all of those. And that's kind of where I got my, found my love for sponsorships because they kind of pulled me over when they had the big golf tournament and I helped with that. And like Tony Stewart came in and I was like showing him around doing all that stuff, kind of a handler for the day. Oh, smoke. And, <laughs> and I know, I know, but I was like, Oh my gosh, this is what I want to do because I can talk to anybody. I can entertain. I can. And I felt like I liked the managing side of things, making sure they were taken care of and, I also had, there were three girls on the C-Pro staff and, you know, I scheduled all their stuff coming in and photo shoots. And I was like, oh, I love this. And so I really found my love for that and, uh, and the outdoor industry. Honestly, fishing was kind of an afterthought at that point, even though I'm into that side now, mm-hmm. because I, I like the honey side. Like I love okay. the passion that I saw from all like the girls and the guys and, you know, I worked with this other guy who he was obsessed with hunting and he's actually at Matthew, the bow company now, and mm-hmm. he handles all their marketing. 
And so then I was like, I want to get out of Springfield. Like I've been here my whole life. Um, <laughs> Bass Pro gave me a great foundation, obviously. And it's a great name to have on your resume. And I found, I wanted to move to Kansas City, not too far from home. And so I found, and tell me if I'm talking too much. You can cut no. me off. At any Gosh, point. no. Uh, so I, I listen found... to your voice all day too. It's like <laughs> it's an angel. You're super oh, model. Great. I'm gonna get to okay. that and just flatter oh, you. <laughs> Continue. Uh, uh, no, so I uh, wanted to move to Kansas City because I just needed to get out, and so I found Garmin. I looked research the sponsorship in Kansas City and Garmin, and, her, and I'd never really heard of Garmin. I think I knew of like obviously the. Um, Oh my gosh, the P and D side for so the car navigation system. That's uh-huh. the only thing I knew about Garmin. Uh-huh. And I found it and it was for Marine. I was like, well, I'm in the outdoor industry. That'll work. Like it was Marine sponsorship. Yeah. And I was like, I can do that. And I was like, but how for this big of a company? And it required more years of experience than I had. And I was like, but I do it. Like, of course, in my head, I'm talking to myself, I can do this job. So I actually found the person in Bath Pro who purchased uh, electronics for the stores and was like hey do you have contact information for anybody over at Garmin and he gave me a name and that's kind of how it happened I applied for it and then found my went in like a back door like because they knew somebody who knew somebody nice. and then I ended up yeah had Garmin for um I think a lot around three years and that's when I really met all these fishermen professional fishermen you know <laughs> Bill Dance I knew of him just because of course I worked at Bass Pro and he's like God at Bass Pro Um, and I, yeah, I met a lot of guys and I love Garmin. It was huge company and great to work for them. I love Kansas city. And then after I was there for three years, um, I was just ready for a bigger role in marketing. I felt like I was kind of not coasting is the word. I kind of felt like I needed a bigger challenge Mm -hmm. and Luke Duncan, who everybody knows, um, he actually (laughs) me. He approached me, I think it was at a classic, or I can't, I don't, I think it was classic. And he's like, hey, if you are ever looking for, you know, something else, like TH, this, there's a great, there's a position that is just opened up at TH, and I really think you'd be a good fit. And honestly, at that time, I was kind of like itching to like just do something else um, in the industry. And so the marketing manager position um, opened up, and now I handle, and that's where I'm currently at at TH, uh, Marine, and I handle anything from sponsorship. I mean, I oversee kind of everything that goes on marketing wise um, at the company. So it's honestly, it's been, I love TH. Like it's such a, it's a small, well, you know, when I started, it was a family owned company and it just keeps growing. And I just love being a part of it, you know, for the last two years. And I can't wait to kind of see where it takes me. I've lived in Huntsville for a while, but now I'm based and working from home in Oklahoma. So Oh. It's been fun. Yeah. No, I've just kind of bounced around. So, but <laughs> I, I definitely have found a home at Like I, from Bass Pro and Garmin, I learned so much and wouldn't have gotten like the position that I am today at TH without those. And I think I, you know, I spent a good amount of time and it definitely has helped me, um, you know, in the role that I am, I'm in now. So that's a little bit about me. Okay. I love it. <laughs> and it's obvious. I mean, it's very obvious that your confidence has given you the ability to kind of move from position to position. And like you said, Bass Pro Shops kind of gave you a foundation to to do that in a way. And 
when you when you went to college originally, what was your thought process on what you were going to do? Did you did you have an idea like when you went to college? When I went to college, I was like, I'm going to own my own business and it's going to be great. And I'm going to be so yeah. rich. Yeah. I right. think when I so when I went to college, I never changed majors. Like my goal, like I wanted to do event planning. I thought that would be the best, like that was the ultimate goal. Event planning is what I wanted to do. Marketing was my major. Um, and then I got my taste of event planning at Bass Pro. And I also saw the girl who did all the store openings for all of them. And she planned everything. And I mm-hmm. said, absolutely not. Like, I couldn't <laughs> do it. Like, I was like, nope, that is not for me. Like, working every single weekend. Like, I just don't think that's what I want to do. Like, I, I mean, and there was just so, I just saw her stress all the time, which, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, for a huge store opening, I can't imagine. But yeah. I was just like, I just don't think that sounds fun. And so that's when I got, like, when I went into the branding side. And I saw the sponsorship. I think who was it at the time? The, the manager that handled sponsorship about Pro, you know, he's going to all these NASCAR events and, you know, all this, like, fun, lavish stuff. I'm like, that's what I want to do. Like, I want to do all that. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I, that kind of led me down a different path. But I always, yeah, marketing, I like the marketing side of things. I've never, I think when I was in high school, I might have said, oh, nursing's what I want to do or be a doctor. But <laughs> that changed. So, I think we yeah, all that's kind of where I, at some point. Oh, my gosh. Uh, no, I don't think I would take that role right now. But, no. yeah, no, I, I've always kind of, you know, when I was in high school, I was involved in student council and would let, let all, you know, all that. I loved being a part of it and planning. I, I like to plan. And I do plan a little bit, obviously, on the sponsorship side, whether we do a writer's event or, you know, when I was at Garmin, we planned, um, I think all the anglers came in. So I had to plan all the flights and the dinners and all that. That's about the extent of my, my event planning goes though at this point. Not, not your roles have changed and that's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's okay. Yes. Yes. Now I, instead of, you know, planning events, I have to wrangle a bunch of fishermen all the time, whether it be at an event like the classic. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. I feel I yes. have to say though, I love working with you because you have it together. You like you like you said, you're a planner and I'm the same way and I'm like, "Oh yeah, she's got this. It's ready. Let's go." <laughs> like everything is so organized and I can't uh, even stand it. It's amazing because uh, when you work with somebody like that, you're just it just it feels so good to be accomplished and ahead of the game and people know what they're doing and there's no like gushy stuff in the middle of we don't know what's going on. Like, yeah. we know we're well aware of what's going on. It's all right here for us. And this is what we got to do. So. And that's what I like. I, I want to be an over communicator. I hate mm. when people, it's like the lines are blurred. It's so much vagueness. And I'm just like, just tell me like people, when I came on at the age, they're like, we need you to just tell us what you want, when you want. I'm like, done. Like, that's just, that literally speaks to how I am anyways. If I will tell you exactly what I want and be over, like, I will over communicate to the point you're like, okay, stop with the emails. Like, it's too much. But <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, way. I want to make sure I'm clear and you don't come to me and say, well, you didn't tell me. I was like, no. And I get some of those when they're like, well, you didn't tell me you wanted that. I'm like, oh, hang on, attached document here. Yes, I did on September 9th of 2019. <laughs> yeah, let me go back and show you that I did exactly yes. that. Have, uh-huh. you, do you, have you always been like that? Like even in like elementary school, high school, like 
you radiate confidence, obviously, but have you always, and I know you said you were in student council and did all that stuff. Have you always been like that? You know, I think, I think so. I, in a sense, like, I, I feel like I am, I'm one of the, even if I'm not confident in what I'm doing or saying, I'm going to fake it till I, I literally live by fake it till you make it because yes. I have, like, I think in front of people, like even giving speeches, I'm like, they don't know what topic I'm, they have no idea what I'm talking about, but as long as I can sell it, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And like, I think, I think to, you know, and I look back at when I was younger and stuff and my mom's always said, I carry my, you know, I hold my head high and, you know, speak what, what I believe is what I believe. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think I've always kind of been like that. And it's just even getting into this industry, I've been working at, cause it's predominantly men, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to hold my ground and, you know, say what I say and mean what I say. Cause if, as soon as I start backtracking, then I lose credibility to what I'm saying. So I always try and yeah, be organized, keep everything in line, you know, make sure I am um, knowledgeable about what I'm talking about because yeah, I feel like you lose credibility, credibility pretty quick um, in this industry. For sure. So. And even if you do have to fake it, do you make it? Cause I live like that too. And I'm like, Yes, that is correct. If you have a, the uh-huh. slightest bit of confidence in your voice, even if you're super unsure, it makes the world a difference because, or even if it's something like, I don't know the answer and I'll get back to you because you you can easily lose credibility in an industry that's male dominated. But even more uh- so, I think it just, it makes a difference in how you're perceived professionally too. Uh-huh. So Definitely am with you on that for sure. Yeah. No, I, and, and I never want to knock a female in this industry by any means, but it is like, if you, if you, if you don't come into any situation with confidence, when I went to Garmin, I knew that, like, like I said, I knew more about hunting and little about fishing, but I researched and I read, you know, the Bassmaster mm-hmm. blogs. I read everything because they're like, I'd get in conversations with some of these guys and they'd talk about fishing. I'm like, I have no clue what they're talking about. Nothing. But I would sit there and fake it. I'd be like, oh yeah, no, absolutely. Like I would keep the conversation going with as little knowledge as I had possible. Yeah. And then I'd go Google what the heck they were talking about. Yeah. So I'm like, I have no clue. After but, seven years, I still fake it. Like when I'm answering oh, fail man for my clients and somebody's talking about a crankbait or something, I'm like, oh <laughs> heck yeah. I know all uh-huh. the answers. Oh, I know. I'm like, <laughs> like, Oh, oh, yeah. No, I, even with pH, it's like they have, and Garmin, they've still been started. I would have to ask it out. I'm, I am never afraid to ask a question, you know, after that, like to somebody that knows it. I'm like, okay, just break this down for me because I, I want to make sure I'm like prepared next time I'm talking yeah. about this. But, yes. um, yeah, no, I, I, uh, yeah, I guess. Thank you so you make it. And I, I, I know that's so bad, but hey, it's, it's worked so far. I don't think it's bad to say though, because honestly, I think, that's part of the confidence too. It's like, I am confident that I can do this regardless of if I know what's going on. I'm confident that I can get this job. I'm confident that I can do this because you, there comes a little bit of fake it till you make it with confidence, right? Because there's a little bit of uncertainty and stuff like that, especially when it comes to a job interview or selling a product. Like you don't know how the other person's going to react. So you kind of have to be like, I'm confident in this. And if I have to put a little bit of, I don't want to call it a fib because that's not really it, but you know what I'm saying? Like I know the words. I just don't know if it's totally correct. 
I'm going to throw it in there because that's yep. how it's got to go. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Yes. And that, and that's the thing is like, I, the guys in this industry though are so, there's, I mean, there's, you've got some, but like the majority are the nicest people to mm-hmm. work with and work for. And like, mm-hmm. I get praised honestly by some of them out of the blue and it makes me feel so much better. And I know it's not like that in every industry, especially like whether it be the NBA or in, you know, the FCGA level or anything like that. But like, I, that's what I think I love about this industry so much is like the guys are just so great to work with and they'll do anything for you. Um, And I, I, I think that's why I've stayed in it as long as I have, just because you don't find it every day at another job. And even though I've been in the outdoor industry for so long, it's like you hear it from your friends or family. And I'm like, I have it pretty good where I'm at. Yeah, for sure. And I let's let's talk a little bit more about that because I have to make a comment. When I started in the fishing industry and tr- and started traveling by myself, my family and my parents were so worried. I'm mm-hmm. like, you guys, it's cool. Like, okay, I'm traveling by myself, but when I get there, like my clients, it was we're gonna take care of you, whatever it takes, whatever you need a thousand percent we're there for you it's it's like uh I mean I have a contract with NASCAR it's not even it's there's no way that the fishing industry as far as the environment that you get like that family brother sister however you want to like portray that vibe I've never experienced that anywhere else it is it's something to be recognized in this industry because I think so many people think that it's uh, like redneck or hillbilly and they somewhat relate it to the NASCAR industry or like other sports or hunting. But there is really, like you said, there, the guys that work in this industry and there are some, but the majority of them are super helpful. If you don't know something, they're going to give you an answer and mm-hmm. they treat you with respect. Like they should, you know, it's kind of that I don't know, Southern mentality. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm from Michigan, no, but totally it really is. is. Totally. Yeah, no, I mean, I, like you said, I, I've had my duties and I, and I dealt with them, you know, that it's yeah. not perfect everywhere. And there, there are some that I would rather never work with again, <laughs> but yep. the other, the good ones make it the good ones that I deal with. And that, yeah, like you said, treat me with respect will go above and beyond for me. And if I have a question for them and they don't have, they're going to figure it out. For yeah. me. And, or they're like, Hey, I don't have this, but I will make sure I get it for you. Like I love work and I love working for them. And from a sponsorship standpoint, those guys stick out to me and I want to do more for them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in the long run. So yeah, no, I, I am the same way. My parents are the same way. They're like, it's a male dominant industry. Are you yeah. sure? Like, it's not going to be easy. And I'm like, um, of course me. I'm like, of course I can do it. Like, yeah, of course. But I got this. no, I, uh, I, I've enjoyed it so far, and like they're they're great, and I the company other companies I work with are great too. So for sure, yeah. Well, if they weren't great, you probably wouldn't have stuck around, like you said. <laughs> yeah, I would have bolted a long time ago. <laughs> It'd be back to hunting or somewhere else. Uh-huh. What do you think you yeah. would be doing if you weren't working? I mean, obviously, like you said, Bass Pro set the foundation for everything. But if you wouldn't mm-hmm. have gotten that itch to search for something else and get to Garmin, what do you think? that would look like for you? Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, 
feel like I thought about this the other day. I'm like, if the, like if I walked away, what would I go do? And oh, I just really, and I can't even sit here and think about what I honestly thought about. I mean, I thought about like, I've always thought about like branching off and doing like being an agent for people, but that kind of still falls under what, like, I mean, I could do it for, I guess, like you said, NASCAR and like that, but that's, that would be hard. I don't know. I, I've really like, so my sister's an occupational therapist and I, I listen to her stories and stuff like that. And honestly, something like that would be, would be a really cool field to go into um, completely opposite of what I do. And that's what's funny. is like my siblings, we are all in such different, um, we are like our jobs are all totally different. Like my, one of my brothers is a basketball coach. My other brother, so my dad owns a, an excavating company and my oldest brother, he kind of runs that at this point. Sister's occupational theory and I'm marketing. So it's like, we're all, we all kind of went in different ways, but um, yeah, no, I think I would think I would do something like that. Like helping people, especially that can't help themselves. Um, I think it's something that I would probably lean towards the most if I were to, if I were to go a different route, but well, I think that's fair. I mean, in a way. Or something, you know, I love kids with special needs. Like, I mm. would love, I, I could do something like that. Like, I, and I don't know why, because I just have always had a soft spot, you know, for them. And I have a, I remember in high school, I did, I forget what it was, like, a, it's called A-plus hours. And you went to, like, a different school, and you got to help in a different classroom. Okay. And I picked the special needs classroom, because I just love working I don't know and, and there's people who can't you know like some people who can't help themselves and I think that I just have to stop for, for them so yeah. yeah that's awesome I think kind of in a way your position is helping people it's not in the same way that somebody might look at it but I mean mm-hmm. you are helpful to people mm-hmm. right? yeah I mean giving yeah and people starting out like I love like I had, um, who was it? Somebody reached out and was like, Hey, I want to, you, I mean, I always get the, Hey, I want to get involved or be sponsored. How do I go about it? But mm-hmm. I like helping people, um, you know, reach their full potential. And like, if they have a goal in mind and they're, they're helping themselves, I don't want to be their complete, you know, guide, but like, tell me what you want to do. And I will do my best to help you get, reach those goals. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's kind of a way to, that I'm helping people over here, but Yeah. Well, there's always ways to help people get involved in the fishing industry. I think we're seeing a lot more of that, too, right now um, with, like, high school fishing and college fishing. What's your involvement on that level? So at CH, you know, we like when FLW puts on their high school camp, we're involved with that. Um, And then we give out discounts to the college, or we sponsor actually the college series uh, that Wade Middleton puts on. Okay. And we also like when like teams will reach out to us and we give discounts at the college level and the high school level. And I, I mean, I, like you said, I'm a full supporter of anything high school and college, but I think there's just a fine line too that you have all these college kids coming out of the woodwork saying, I want to be a sponsor or I want a sponsorship. I want a sponsorship. Mm-hmm. And sometimes what I give them, they're not, they're not grateful for like a discount is not enough for college kids. I come to find out like if it's not free, <laughs> they don't want it. Uh, um, but, but but you've got some you've got some that obviously are super grateful, but then you've got some that they want money or product, and that's all they're going to go for. And I think that our I think sponsorships, and sometimes I think they look at the pros and they're like, "Well, I want to do that, but I need all of these sponsors." And I tell them, "You need to start out the grass." You know, 
start out with your tournament. You know, you need to be accomplished there mm-hmm. and work your way up and then find your sponsors because you can't come to a sponsor and be like, well, I just started fishing. What are you going to give me? It's like you need a lot more backing than that in order to make it, you know, to the top. So For sure. I love it's those one messages. of those. Yeah. <laughs> it's, one, it's, it's one of those, like, it's just, I am a full supporter, but I've, come to find over the years that, like I said if it's not free it's not good enough so then I kind of have a bad taste in my mouth when it comes to the sponsorship side of it right. but I'm all for sponsoring like the college series and the high, like camps and stuff like that because it's given back to them um instead of just like an individual sponsorship um but we we, we are selective like there's some that I'm like absolutely we're gonna help your team like Bethel and stuff like that we we support those teams um big time just but it's I think it's handled a little better um, yeah. from when they have a coach on their side. Yeah. There's a, so. <clears throat> there's a lot of, there's differences in, in all the teams and every angler is different. That's what kind of makes, I think fishing too, um, which is probably an, I don't know about you, but it's kind of a reason that I've kind of stuck around is it's more, it's an individual sport. It's not a, you know, I mean, it is a team sport too, but it's individual mm-hmm. and it's interesting to see how, each of these anglers kind of plays their own part in their role and makes a difference in their own right. I mean, these guys are out there doing their own thing, and at the end of the day, it's out, it's up to them. <laughs> it's not yeah. up to anybody no, else. So it's absolutely. not like, hey, I'm driving my NASCAR, and uh, my guy didn't put the tire on right, or uh, uh-huh. you know, my quarterback was, you know, he threw the ball crooked. Like, this is all up to you, and it is, it's really interesting to me to, I didn't even know professional, ba- I don't know about you, but I didn't even know professional bass fishing was a thing until I met Aaron Martins, and my friends were like, oh. You know Aaron Martins. I'm like, what even is this? Uh huh. Like, fa- oh, like no. this is a job. Oh, I know. I know that's the thing. Like, I mean, I knew at Bass Pro, obviously, but like I said, I had no interest in, and I know mm-hmm. some. I had no interest in fishing. Like there, like I, there was four people on the branding team. It was clothing, which I had, and then hunting, which is like like the hard line, so like bows and stuff, which Caleb had, mm-hmm. and then Dustin. He is like this kidding Dustin. He had fishing and. He would come over to my like desk and be like, Shanna, look at this magazine article. Shanna, I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, watching Beth Live. I'm like, get a life, Justin. Like, why are you watching this? So I was like, this is so boring. And he, oh, no, loved it. But then it's funny when I went to Garmin, he's like, Shanna, you're sponsoring this guy, this guy, get this guy. I'm like, crap, I've got to really learn some stuff about this. I was like, so I text him when I was at Garmin. I'm like, okay, what is this? What is that? Help me. But, yeah. Uh-huh. It was so, it was funny how it came full circle that that became my life. And he, I'm sure laughs to this day because I talked so much trash on it. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so how much do you spend yourself that, I mean, I know you like to be outdoors. I'm super the same way. But how much time do you spend yourself like hunting and fishing and doing outdoor activities? So I would say, um, honestly, not as much you, you would think. So when I was at Garmin, uh, Wade Middleton had like a girl's camp, like a turkey camp. And oh, I, cool. hunt, I went hunting with my brothers before I moved to Kansas City. But like, I like to turkey hunt. And so, yeah, so I went with Wade. He had like a bunch of girls in the industry down. I think girls from Cabela's and when Cabela's was the best pro. Um, and we, he filmed an episode then, and then I came back the next year and we filmed another episode. It was the best time. Like it is such a cool camp. Lloyd Middleton is 
the best. Like I look up to him so much and just everything in this industry. And, um, but, and then fishing also saltwater fishing probably once a year. Um, oh yeah, I did kill my first year this last, um, in October. Congrats. And thanks. 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 Yeah. I killed it up in Kansas. So, um, and then as far as like fishing though, so Jason, and I don't know if you know that, that I was, I'm dating Jason Christie. He takes me out every once in a while. Usually I'm just getting content for him. So I don't really fix yeah. that much, right. but, um, yeah, no, I'll, um, sometimes if the fish are biting, I'll fish, but I'm not that person I could stand out there all day and fish. That's just not my cup of tea. <laughs> I'm with you. I mean, I like to go, but I'm just kind of like, if it's not, if it's not working out, I don't want any part of it. Yeah. I'd rather lay on a beach and have a cocktail and watch it. it. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I'm like, let me just lay on the back of the boat and get sun. You fish. When they start biting, I'll jump up and fish yeah, a little bit. But exactly. that's about the <laughs> But it's so funny because I can, I'll watch it. Like, I'll watch Bass Live, NLF Live, like any of that mm-hmm. all day long because mm-hmm. I just I can do it. And I think I like the competitive side because, you know, I played sports growing up. So I like the fact that the whole thing's competitive. I don't think... I think that's one thing that keeps me drawn in too is just the competitive side. But um, yeah, no, I, I fish when the fish are biting, which is such a fair weather fan, but it is what it is. I fish when the fish are biting. I like that. Yeah. I like that. It's the new <laughs> quote of the day. Title of the podcast. Yes, I fish when the fish are biting. Let me know and I'll be there. Okay. And when it's done, I'm done. I'm going home. Seriously, no, Jason will be out fishing. He's like, hey, if you want to come, they're, they're, I'm catching the heck out of them. I'm like, okay, I'll come. <laughs> but that's it. Pick me and up. Then it's, all, and it's over. Yeah. And if they stop, I'm done. Exactly. Um, Let's backtrack a little bit. So you you played sports growing up. Um, mm-hmm. And I know you mentioned you did volleyball in college, which probably means yeah. you did it in high school too. Yeah talk about that people like I'm not athletic I have no athletic bone in my body I can't even dance like my cousins say the best dance I do is a robot that's easy uh no I my whole family has been like I mean and it's funny I look back now and I'm like oh my gosh like the amount of money and time my parents spent in a gym and on the road traveling I mean I was gone every weekend to Kansas City to Arkansas Columbia somewhere playing a sport and you know, my brother played golf in college. My sister played basketball. My brother, other brother played basketball. We actually, my middle brother, we played at the same college. Um, but yeah, no, I've all, honestly been competitive. My whole, and my whole family's competitive. Uh, but I played basketball up until high school. And then I decided, I'm so off. I wanted to socialize. And I, I, I knew volleyball was where I wanted, what I wanted to do in college. I'm like, list and I was like if I'm going to be playing volleyball in one during season and then the off season I can't throw basketball in the mix or, mix or I'll never be able to do anything yeah <laughs> so that's when I made my decision that I was like eh volleyball's what I want to do where I want to go and honestly without volleyball I, w- I wouldn't I would not be in the position I am in today because I coached that team and I met oh, that nice. girl and it kind of all you know came into play and it's funny because I I look back, I'm the biggest person that says, um, what, gosh, now I can't even remember. Else. Like, what it's meant to me is meant to be, and, like, everything happens for a reason because I think back, it's like, with, you know, transferring from College of the Ozarks to Evangel, I contemplated not even doing that, and I ended up doing it 
and not going far away because I was always, I want to move out of state and do something else. But I'm like, if I wouldn't have gone to Evangel, I wouldn't have met, you know, McKenna. If I wouldn't have done that, I wouldn't be at all. I'd like have a timeline of how everything's happened. You know, certain decisions have just changed my life dramatically and put me where I am today. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, volleyball has been a very um, intricate part of my life for sure. Do you still play volleyball? You know, I haven't played in so long. Like, I played sand volleyball when I was living up in Kansas City. Uh-huh. And then when I moved out of Kansas City and then to Huntsville and then to, you know, Oklahoma, I honestly haven't played that much. I, Jason, one of Jason's daughters, her and I, we went and played over at, like, this gym that had a volleyball net. And I was like, oh, I'm really out of, like, out of volleyball shape for sure. <laughs> but um, I think I could still play, honestly. Like, I, when I went over there, I was like, I could do this. But I would be so sore just because I'm just, you know, like, like I said, not in that that kind of shape anymore but like I, need to, I need to play yeah it really is like I could like everything like I could get back into it but the next day like just from swinging like my arm was so sore and I was just like how did I used to do this back in the day because I would go non-stop with volleyball stuff but yeah I haven't played a lot but I need to you should. It's a great, it's, I mean, I enjoy it. I, like I said, I have no athletic bone in my body. I don't, we had a pool. We played pool volleyball, which is probably the easiest way to play any form of sport ever because the water makes you weightless. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't yeah, know no, I, 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 I literally feel when I was so sore the next day, I felt very unathletic after that, but we'll see one day. I'm sure one day. I used to play in the alumni games, but then it fell. I think it was like in the fall and I was traveling for, for work stuff and I never could go play. So kind of ended my volleyball career there, but (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would probably be embarrassed to go back and play now. Oh my gosh. No, you should try. It would, it might be fun. It might be fun. Yeah, Yeah, it might be. I'll have, to, I'll have to see if uh, there's any travel going on, which I feel like this fall is going to be insane oh, with yeah. with all the tournaments being shifted, and I'm going to have to hit a bunch of stuff, but we'll make it do it. We'll see if we can do it. I mean, maybe not this year, maybe next yeah. year. It might be something <laughs> that you put on your list. It's I know. Just... I'll, I will call you if I uh, do it again and let you know how it goes. I want a live stream uh, yeah. so I can sit on my couch and eat my chips and watch you. I'll cheer you on virtually. It would be entertainment for sure. (laughs) I doubt it. I'm sure your team would win because you're competitive. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> yes. We'll, we'll, we'll go with that. There you go. Well, I will not keep any more of your time, but I want to ask two questions, and we may, we touched on these a little bit, um, mm-hmm. but two questions I kind of always ask everybody is, what do you think the future looks like for you? Oh, gosh. The future. I know. I think the future, I mean, I see, I mean, I see, I honestly see myself, just continuing to grow with if you're, if you're talking career wise, mm-hmm. continuing to grow um, at TH. Like I, 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 when I was at Bass Pro, I felt the itch to you know I needed mm-hmm. to grow from there, and I needed to grow when I was at Garmin. But TH, I feel like the possibilities here honestly are endless, and I work with a great team and a great management team that kind of lets me take the reins and run with a bunch of stuff. So once I get out of this you know, lovely pandemic. I just feel like that the future is 
going to be bright with this company. And I think they're doing great things and just getting bigger and bigger. And I'm really excited to be, to be a part of it. So that is awesome. I'm sure I, I don't imagine TH without you. So you really can't leave. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, you can't really leave. Nowhere, else, <laughs> nowhere else I would rather be. I love the people I work with, whether it be Luke, Darian, Brittany in Dallas, you know, Derek mm-hmm. up in uh, Michigan. Like we have such a good camaraderie at TH that bond, I can't break. Like it's, yeah. it's good right now. So. You can't, you can't abandon it. You yes. So what would be one piece of advice that you would give to someone who was looking to get into either the outdoor industry or marketing, or maybe they want to play volleyball at the college or even like high school? I got some high schoolers that listen to this thing. (laughs) No, what I would, what the advice that I would give would be, honestly, if, if you want something, you need to go after it with confidence and you know, never, never. And I know that sounds so cliche, but like never give up on what you want to do. Like I, I knew from the get go, like going into college, what I wanted to do. And I was going to work my butt off and do what I had to do to get to that point. And, you know, when I was going for another job, like I walked into it with confidence, I sold them on myself. And I feel like, and I, and I don't mean this to, to sound cocky or anything like that, but Ever, and I knock on wood, hopefully I don't have to look for another job. But every job that I've interviewed for, I've gotten. And I and I know that sounds, I don't want that to sound cocky or like, oh, you know, not everybody gets a job that they go for. But I just feel like if you really want something and that comes across to your boss or future employer or a team you're trying out for, like if you give it your all and show your true colors and make sure you are you know, yeah, like I said, confident um, in what you're going after. I mean, the options are limitless and the opportunities, I think, are limitless. Agreed. Agreed. Just like you said, I think the the, the good point to make on it is confidence. Mm-hmm. Confidence with anything that you do because, like you said too earlier, what's meant to be will be. Yes. There's 100%. a reason why things are not going to work out a certain way and – Maybe we don't know it now, but even like what's going on in the world, we don't know why, but maybe yeah. there's a reason this is happening. And Oh, absolutely. And I've already, you know, I mean, I've already sat here and made connections. I'm like, listen, if we would have been traveling, this and this wouldn't happen. Like it, it has allowed so much time. And I know there and people who have lost jobs, like my heart goes out to them because I just can't imagine, I mean, losing a job and such a during such a crazy time but right. you know so, like I was telling you know Jason the other day I'm like we have never had this much time at home especially with his girls it's like and we've spent so much time with him got to go to family events that would never have happened right. and it's just kind of it's kind of worked itself it's worked itself out and there's stuff that I wish wouldn't have we wouldn't have missed but in the long run it'll it'll all work out it always does and I you know I am I'm a, belie- I'm a believer in God, and I just feel like, you know, nothing, nothing, there's never something that happens that doesn't have a plan, or like, it all, yeah, it all works out, man. That is true. So, that is very yeah. true. I believe yeah. it. We all believe it. We all need mm-hmm. a little bit of a timeout. Everybody was getting a little rough around the edges anyways. 100. <laughs> it, has put, it has put life into perspective big time. Like, I'm never com- going to complain about being able, you know, having to travel mm-hmm. again, which I probably will, but. 
but it's just like I like things you can go to the gym or go to the shop, you know, go shopping and I, you just, it's, it's opened our eyes to a lot of things for sure. Absolutely. Agreed. Well, I appreciate your time so much. I can't wait to share this with everybody. I think you're a supermodel. You look like a supermodel. I think my, my career path for you, if you weren't in the fishing industry, would be a supermodel. Oh my god! <laughs> you're gorgeous. You're tall. Your skin is flawless. Super mild. Well, thanks. Uh, I'm just I saying. <laughs> I feel like I might have hit past the age of supermodel, but maybe in another life. I appreciate. There's no it, age so barrier. Cute. There's no uh, age barrier. This isn't so football. You can be a model <laughs> forever. Uh, well, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate You're that. You're welcome. And I hope you have well, a phenomenal for, day. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was fun. Of course. Anytime. Maybe if things shift around, we'll do it again. Yeah, you just let me know. For sure. And virtual volleyball alumni tournament. <laughs> I'll host Coming it. I'll host it. <laughs> Perfect. Done. Done, done, done. Got done. it. All right. All right I'll have a phenomenal you. day. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, talk to you later. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. I appreciate you all tuning in and listening. Feedback is always welcomed and appreciated. Please do me a favor and like us on Facebook and Instagram, Blonde Girl Behind the Scenes. I cannot wait to share with you our next story. With that being said, who do you want to get to know? Drop me a line and let's get to know them together. Later, Gators.